Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today. Today I'm going to be talking about something that impacts all of us at multiple times in our lives, and that is emotional overwhelm. This is especially prevalent if you are an empath, because as empaths, we are extremely, extremely sensitive to emotion and to energy. And usually it's everyone else's energy that we're picking up on. But sometimes all of that energy collects, whether it's ours or someone else's, and we are just overwhelmed by all of it because it is a lot. You're taking on your stuff as well as everyone around you, especially if you're the type of person that people come to and want to ask for advice because that can be extremely overwhelming. You may find yourself surrounded in other people's stuff and they just want to unload on you. And when you're just surrounded by people complaining and griping, it brings your energy down too. It's just a natural thing that happens. So how do you combat emotional overwhelm? How can you prevent it? And how can you, if you're in the middle of it, work through it? So the very first thing is to understand what is yours and what is not yours. Because for a majority of us, the overwhelm that we feel isn't even always our own stuff. It's what we're seeing on TV, it's what we're hearing, it's what we're watching on social media. So it's really important to check in with yourself and to ask yourself, okay, why am I feeling so, for me, it feels like just sluggish. I feel drained and why am I feeling drained? And then I check in, like, what has happened recently? Has anything happened to me personally that might be causing this? And if I can't think of anything that's going on in my life, then I think, okay, maybe this is the result of being around certain people or maybe watching certain things or the social media, whatever. So I check in with myself and if it's not anything that's going on with me, then I look at what is happening around me that could be possibly affecting my own energy, emotion, and moods. Maybe I need to spend less time with certain people. Maybe I need to take a break from social media. If I've watched the news, maybe I need to take a break from that. What is it? Or maybe it's something that I've personally been doing that I need to take a break from. Okay, I've been working on this project. It's overwhelming. It's emotional. I need to take a break from it. So check in with yourself and ask yourself, what is happening in my life? Has anything changed or is there anything going on that might be contributing to the way that I'm feeling? Okay, if you answer no, then is there anything going on around me that I'm picking up on? Are there people in my life who perhaps are making me feel this way? Once you figure that out, then we can move on to the next step. So if it's other people in your life, you know, as women especially, and I know men too, but Especially as women, we're taught from a young age that it's impolite to say no. And that is just so false. Saying no is how we protect our energy. It's how we set healthy boundaries. So if you 
have people, for example, who are constantly coming to you and want to share their life story with you, it's okay to say, I can't deal with you right now because it's overwhelming to me. You don't even have to say it that way. You can just say, oh, I really don't have time right now. Can I check back in with you later? It's a hard thing for especially people pleasers because we want to help everyone. We want to be there for people. But if it's getting to the point that it's affecting your own mental health, your mental health and your emotional health is way more important than trying to help or please anybody else. So if this is getting in the way of your own sanity, then it's okay to take a break or to tell people, like, I need to take a break from you. And again, you don't have to say it that way. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to say, look, you're annoying. I need a break. What you can say is, uh, I'm really busy right now. Can we get together later? Or I need to get back to you on that. Something that doesn't sound like something that is a personal attack, but also gives you the space to take time away from those people. Even if it's a family function and you don't really want to go, you can simply say something to the effect of, you know, I can't make it. Um, I'm so sorry, but let's get together soon. You can excuse yourself. It's okay. Just because it's family doesn't mean that you have to go. Um, especially if you're, if you have family who get together all the time, that can be really overwhelming. I know my sister, her in-laws, like that side of the family constantly, cause it's such a big family. There's always a party going on and she's always having to go somewhere and it's overwhelming and she doesn't enjoy that. And we've tried to say, Hey, just say, we don't have to go to every single thing. There's too many people. If someone gets their feelings hurt, that's kind of, well, that's on them because you can't be expected to be at every single thing. There's just no way. So you have to pick and choose. You have to be choosy. And you can't feel bad about that because to be expected to stop your life and go to every single thing is not logical. It's not reasonable. And people have to understand that. So you have to put your own mental health first. It's also important once you check in with yourself, if you decide, yes, this is mine, I am feeling this way, there are things going on in my life, the first thing you need to do is to accept what you're feeling. Yeah, I feel really crappy. Okay, that's normal. It really is. Uh, Everyone feels bad from time to time in their life. We all go through different emotions. So it's okay to feel that way. Don't beat yourself up because you're not feeling great or because you don't feel 100%. It's it's okay to not be okay. I think that's a, a something that everyone needs to hear and know and accept and understand. It's okay to not be okay. You're going to feel that way in life. Everyone goes through that. You're normal. If If you were rainbows and sunshine every single day, I would worry about you because that's just not how this works. I mean, you you go through so much in life, it would be hard to go through it without feeling that overwhelm. So if you do feel that way, you're normal. You are part of a human race. That is a human emotion. 
It's okay to not be okay. Just learn to accept that. Accept yourself. You are normal. You are fine. Then what I want you to do is to write down what it is that you're feeling. What is the emotion? It's kind of important to identify it so that we can understand what's causing it. And sometimes it might be things that are completely out of your control. But maybe there are things that you can change that might help to alleviate some of what you're feeling. So is what I'm feeling caused by something that I have control over or is it not? And it's important too because if you don't have control over the situation, what you do have control over is the attention that you give it. And I think that's really important. And it's easy for me to sit here and say this to you, but I say it having gone through this. For such a long time, I sat there and was so angry and upset with my brother of the way he was treating me and like, he should know and he should be this and he should be that. I was giving him way too much attention. When I started taking the attention off of him and putting it back on me and just being like, you know what? You do your thing, whatever. I'm going to do mine. I'm ignoring you because you're not worth my attention. And he's not. Things got so much better because it is not worth your stress, your time, and your energy, and you're giving your power completely away when you worry about someone else. Stop doing that. When your attention is on other people, turn it back on you. That's what the universe wants you to do. Yes, we are all one, we're all connected, and we want to have connections with people, But when those connections are causing you pain and they're causing you stress, stop giving that person attention. For some people, it's like a game. They want your attention because the more they have your attention, the more control they have over you and the more easily you are manipulated. Stop giving people who don't deserve your attention your attention. When you start to have those thoughts and they creep in, you need to have an outlet that you can go to that's going to change your mindset. I know that when I say distraction is so important, some of you are like, no, but that doesn't. Yes, it is important, okay? Your brain is the thing that's wanting to focus on all the negativity, You've got to stop giving that attention to the negative. It's a choice to choose to sit in that place. Yes, we all go there, but are you going to sit there and dwell and set up camp? Or are you going to find something else to do so that you're not torturing yourself? Some people, and I know because this was me, used to think, I used to think that I was like a martyr for sitting here and playing the victim and everyone else was doing this to me until I realized that I am not a victim unless I choose to be. If I stop dwelling on the things that I don't like, and part of doing that is changing things you have control over. I don't like this. Do I have control over it? Yes, I'm going to change it. If it's something I don't have control over, I'm not going to give it my attention. 
I'm not going to dwell on that part because it's not helping me. It's just torturing me. Cut down on your stress levels too. Are there things in your life you're doing that you don't want to? What's causing you this overwhelm? Is it stress? What's stressing you out? And if it's your job, there are things you can do. You can say, I can't take on this workload. You know, there are things you can, you have to sometimes speak up for yourself and advocate for yourself in a work situation. It's not comfortable, but we have become a society where everyone expects you to work yourself to death. And that's stupid. It's crazy. It's insane. And I am sick of it. I'm tired of it. I hate that we have become this way. It was not supposed to be this way. There are the middle class and everyone under working themselves to death so that the 1% can stay the 1%. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. Don't work yourself to death. Take that day off. Take those vacations. Take your breaks. Work is not supposed to stress you out or cause you to die of an early age because you're working so hard. At the end of your life, you are not going to look back and go, I'm so happy I worked so hard. Stop letting people treat you that way. Stop letting people load you with so much that you can't handle it. Cut down on stress where you can. If you need help in your life, what can you do? Okay, the cleaning is overwhelming me. Okay, can I hire someone to come in once every few weeks to clean? Can I ask my children to pick up the slack? Where can I make adjustments in my life so I don't have this stress? Am I getting enough sleep at night? Am I eating properly? Am I taking care of myself? Self-care is super important, and we tend to let that Go to the back burner. What can you do to start taking better care of yourself? How can I make my life easier, make my life better? Because if you don't, it's going to show up in physical ways in your life. You might be feeling pain. You might be feeling just crappy. That is all related to emotional overwhelm. How can you deal with this feeling? Sometimes talking to someone is really important. There are therapists online that you can make an appointment with. You can talk to. You don't even have to leave your home. What is it that you need? Do you need someone you can share your feelings to? Everybody needs somebody to talk to. If you're feeling anxious, there are so many tools out there to help you. Have I stopped? Have I checked in with myself? Am I taking deep breaths? Have I meditated? Maybe I've done a tapping. Maybe I'm journaling, getting those thoughts out. That's the thing. Sometimes we let those thoughts ruminate in our brain. And if we would just get it out, whether it's writing it out on paper, talking to someone, it would not be rattling around in there, right? We'd be getting it out and releasing it. That's important too. Another thing you need to do is make sure that these thoughts that keep popping up in your head, are those reasonable? Or am I continuing to think 
thoughts that are not rational and not logical and aren't going to come true. Often what we think about are things that really are never going to come to pass, but we worry and we make ourselves anxious over things that aren't rational. So write down your thoughts. What are you thinking? What keeps popping into your head? What's coming up for you? Is it rational? Most likely you're going to say, no, it's not. Look for proof in your life. Look for proof in your life that it's rational. I remember after my mom died, I didn't want to be alone because I felt like if I had to spend time alone, then I was going to end up alone for the rest of my life, which seemed really stupid at the time. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, way to overreact. But I, I don't know. It was just like a thought that I had like, oh my gosh, what if, what if I die alone? What if I'm always alone? And it was just this thought that kept plaguing me and I had to sit down and think about it. In my rational life, do I see proof that I'm alone? And the answer, of course, is no. There are only one or two days out of like a month that I might have actually had to spend time by myself. And spending time alone is not a bad thing. And I used to enjoy it. And actually, in the past few months, the days that I've had just to be to myself, I did enjoy thoroughly and got a lot done and found new things. And it was a great adventure. But somehow my irrational brain was telling me like, oh, you're going to be alone. It wasn't true. And I saw proof of that throughout my entire life. When you look back, there was proof of that. Just because someone who was very close to me died doesn't mean that I'm not like that's going to continue happening. But I have to tell my irrational brain, right, that irrational thought process, this is not a rational thought. And that's more common than we realize to have these irrational thoughts that overwhelm us and take over. And we have to sit down and and really analyze the things we're thinking and saying to ourselves and about ourselves. Is it true? It's probably not. It's really important to ground yourself. And when you catch those thoughts and then say, okay, this isn't true because When I look back at my own life experience, I see that I'm always constantly surrounded by people. So this thought is not rational and it's not true. Keep being in the present. And this is really hard to do sometimes, but if you're constantly thinking about the future or thinking about the past, it's going to bring up all of those negative emotions. It's going to bring up anxiety to think about the future, what's going to happen, and it's going to bring up regret and guilt and shame and all of those things to think about the past. Stay focused in the present as much as you can. Have those tools ready for when you need them, whether it's meditation or hypnosis, those centering techniques that keep you grounded journaling, even just going out and getting physical exercise. It's amazing the difference that getting out and walking can make. If those thoughts are becoming intrusive and you're just feeling overwhelmed, put put your headset on, listen to something uplifting, whether it's music or a podcast, and go for a walk. It will allow you to clear your head and to get some of those obtrusive thoughts out. And I know when I go for a walk, like my thinking becomes so much more clear. And I realize that a lot of things that I've allowed myself to believe are just simply not true.
makes you feel better because it releases those endorphins in your body, which make you feel better. It's better for your health. And even if you don't feel like doing it, make yourself. Get up, get moving. When you just lay on the couch all the time feeling sad, you're just attracting more of that negative energy. It's hard and depression is a very difficult thing. But you have to make yourself get up. You have to make yourself do things in order to get out of that funk. Because if you just stay there, it's only going to get worse. All right. Well, I hope that that was helpful for you. And I mean, we've all been there and it's okay. Like I said, it's okay to feel that way. What's not okay is to just do nothing and to stay in that situation because it's torture for yourself. No, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Nobody wants to be miserable and I don't want that for you. So please, if you're feeling that way, do what you need to do to try to get out of that hole. It feels like a hole. We have to dig ourselves out sometimes. So the card that I chose today came from the Soul Truth deck. It's actually what popped out is, what are the dominant emotions that ruin my life? Excuse me, not ruin. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I think that came out for a reason. It's what run my life, but ruin is the perfect word too because those emotions that are not serving you are sabotaging you. So even though it says, what are the dominant emotions that run my life? I think they also ruin your life. How do you fill your day with stress or joy, trust or anger, anxiety or peace? We have only today, right now, the journey. No goal, no destination will bring us the feeling we seek. But when we begin filling every day with that which we value most, we will attract more of it. This is fulfillment. Today is soul action. Is lean into what you want to feel and adjust your life, your values, and your expectations to match your desires. What do you want to feel are you willing to let go of the belief that you have to achieve something to feel it? I love that. It's true. And what can you do? What little things can you do to work towards feeling that in your life? All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, so many blessings. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.